Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the 90s Mixtapes, the little podcast that could. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And we are here out of order, talking about TV for the month of September. September-ary. September-ary? Ooh. You I made just a new... made up a new calendar time? september September. A new calendar time. A new calendar time. A new calendar month. september September 1993. Jen. Are you okay? Yes. Are you okay? Yes. (sighs) Buckle in. So we had an idea about what we were going to do. We were like, we're going to watch, we're going to start this month and this really this season of what I would call some of the peak 90s and definitely most 90s uh, of 90s television shows that are coming out. They debuted right now. So we're going to kind of start it by going through like the kid stuff. Um, But we found out something. We found out that Saved by the Bell is just off the internet right now. Like, how does that make you feel, Jen? Gutted. I gotta say the same thing. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like, we were like, oh, Saved by the Bell, the new class premieres. First of all, fun fact, Saved by the Bell, the new class is on for, like, nine seasons. And the entire idea of the show, I guess, was just that they were gonna keep, like, Belding and Screech and just keep the Bayside set and just keep cycling in new classes. I totally thought that it was the same group of people and I thought it was for like a season. How did you how, how did you remember Say by the Bell the New Class? Uh yeah, I thought it was like maybe two seasons, maybe three, and I thought it was the same class. But you told me it's a different class every single season or is there just a I think few it's like different... every couple they like yeah. cycle people in just like it would be like a regular high school and again, who's I mean, it consistent? would make sense if it was 9 seasons that it But would... they also like recycle all the old plots too <laughs> and they have the same okay. tropes of characters. Yeah, apparently that's what it was and it's just not on the internet. I looked for it on YouTube, I couldn't find it. I looked for it <clears throat> on the various streaming platforms and it's not there. Like you can't even like I couldn't even find it to buy. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It's like they just scrubbed it right off the internet. Like, goodbye. This doesn't exist. Which made me sad because I'm like, man. But even you... like regular <clears throat> Saved by the Bell wasn't. We, we could buy it, <clears throat> but you can't like. You could buy it, but you can't see it. But then Saved by the Bell, the new new class or whatever, the rehash series, that was available. So it must be coming somewhere. Somebody must have the rights to it and they must be trying to get it back out there. Because I mean. If you try to find Saved by the Bell episodes on YouTube, I'm sure you can kind of find them. There's at least clip shows, but I couldn't find anything for the new class whatsoever. It was pretty wild, but... The first two seasons are somewhere in this house because I own them. I just don't know where. Saved by the Bell, the new class, or Saved by the Bell, the regular? Oh, no, 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 no. No, somebody, please. The let's regular. Not, let's not. Not the new class. Let's let's not do that. I, so... Did you watch Saved by the Bell, the new class? Are we, are we just diving into this, or are we just talking... What's going on? Well, I'm going to give a brief overview of it, but I found that crazy. I mean, we could dive right into it. I <clears throat> did not watch it. So this is 93. I did not even watch Say by the Bell until probably 95 when it was probably mm-hmm. on syndication. Like, I mean, I might have caught it once in a while on Saturday mornings, but this was the heyday of Saturday morning cartoons. So like, I know Say by the Bell was on, but I feel like it was on NBC and I feel like cartoons were on two which is CBS, Five, which was Fox. I feel like they had cartoons. Fox had the cool cartoons. They had, like, I think they had, like, Batman. They had, like, X-Men. They had, like, all the cool things that I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. I think Channel 2 had more, like, maybe Looney Tunes and stuff, like Animaniacs and, like, 
Tiny Toons. You ever watch Tiny Toons? Remember that one? Tiny Toons. I remember it, but I didn't. Tiny. I I didn't really watch a lot of cartoons at this time. Tiny Toons was like every Looney Tunes character, only they were like small. They were teeny tiny. Right. So, so there was like a Bugs Bunny and then. But they were were babies. Were they babies? Yeah. They were like, let's say like they're kids, right? So there was like a baby Tasmanian devil. So they're all like kids. Everything was like kids. And also, I guess ABC would have had, or Channel 11, I know, had, like, Darkwing Duck and, like, all these other shows. But uh, Channel 4, for some reason, I think, NBC, for some reason, I think, had, like, live-action kids programming. And this was the thing that I told you about, that for a while, I guess, like, the rules of broadcasting were that you had to have, like, kids programming. So that's where they came up with the idea of, like, a Saturday morning, like, block for, like, four hours. You have to do that. Don't you still have to do that? You still do. But the thing is, they just got, they, like, abandoned the idea of cartoons. So when you watch it now, um, I don't know what CBS does per se. I know one of them that we see, the you know, does, like, Lucky Dog and then mm-hmm. does, like, all those other, like, kids programming. But they have to have some sort of educational event in the morning. I think that's CBS because I think it comes on after, like... Might be. The morning show. But they had to do that. The but news. What, but what they decided they were going to do is they were just going to be like, well, if we have to show this kids programming, we're just going to advertise the kids. Because I just remember... Every Christmas, every whatever, that's when you'd see all the ads for all the toys and shit, right? For the G.I. Joe toys, everything would be during those shows. So you're watching the show, you see the ads. So there would just be ads on ads on ads for Count Chocula cereal and, you know, new G.I. Joes and Ninja Turtle action figures and everything. Nerf guns, super soakers, all that shit. But what I'm going to do now, I think, I think the best thing we could do is we're going to kind of, you know, again, because we had a plan. And the plan had to get scrapped. We're going to kind of talk about a bunch of these shows. Just kind of run through them. But uh, like, let's, let's keep, so our original plan was to talk about the school theme shows, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Let's still talk about those. We're going to, but okay. I was going to talk about maybe what we're going to do the rest of the roadmap. So, because there are so many shows here that I feel like it's kind of, you know, remiss to be like, in the month of September, not mention that NYPD Blue came out. I mean, that show was like the 90s, right? Yeah. Everybody's parents watched that show. Oh, yeah. I think my dad still loves that show. So, I mean, we'll, we'll probably dive into that um, and the premiere of that maybe in November when there's, like, nothing going on. And I know we talked about The X-Files, which for me, that was, like, my show in the 90s. I watched that show Did you watch it when it first came out, like, when you yes. were a little, little? Really? Yes, I was, like, 10. Yes. I remember seeing the pilot. I remember seeing all the shows. It was, I think it was on Friday nights, maybe, like, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock maybe. I think it was on at 9 or 10. The only reason why I say it wasn't is because I feel like Cops was also on somewhere around it, and I feel like Channel 5, Fox 5, always had the news at 10. That was, like, their thing. I just don't... I can't see it being on at 8. I think it was on later than that. I don't know. I mean, we, we I think can nine. Check. I think 9, but... Maybe. I think it eventually goes to Sunday, too. I, I don't remember. I think it yeah. does go to Sunday at I think some it point. does. But I think when it opens, it's then. But I love the X-Files. I like, a Truth is Out There sticker on my binder in, like, fifth grade. Like, I was, I was all in. I mean, not surprising. <clears throat> love the X-Files. That was, like, my favorite show, so... I feel like that's important to get into. Again, we talked about some of the talk shows before. You know, Conan O'Brien now is going to get his own show. There's going to be the Jon Stewart show, which I think is probably ends up being. Now, granted, that's in October, but it probably ends up being like um, the precursor to like, I would imagine, the Daily Show. Mm -hmm. There's the John Larroquette show. There's also the (laughs) short-lived Chevy Chase show. Like, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Like, that was a big deal. That was on, like, forever. 
Oh, I didn't even... See. That came out in September? Yeah. Like, oh. this, this is what I'm trying to say. When you just go through September and talk about some of these things in September, like, October has four shows, one of which is called Against the Grain. Do you know what that show is? No. Again, is it about bread makers? Against the Grain actually stars Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. And it's about, like, Friday Night Lights, but it's the first Friday Night Lights before it becomes a movie with Billy Bob Thornton and then Friday Night Lights, the show. It's about the, based off the book, Friday Night Lights, but only lasts, like, eight episodes. So they just keep trying to make that Friday Night Lights thing over and over and over Oh, again. wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, against the grain, that's strange. It was like that premiere, then late edition with Wolf Blitzer, which obviously he's still around now. This is just a quick October overview. Um, Diagnosis Murder, which I feel like that, I remember that show. Like, but that was more when I got older. I think it was on, like, A&E. A couple other shows. And then, like, December, I was, like, four shows. Like, there's just nothing. So that's why we're going to have to spread these out. But, um, like I mentioned, I mean, Sequest DSV, which I told you about, that I watched, too. Which was a pretty cool show. It was, like, Star Trek Underwater. So that was fun. (laughs) So we got to watch one of those. That was out. X-Files was out. Um couple different nfl shows that have i think have been around for a long time so much stuff but we're gonna get to the kids stuff because that's what we would have watched jim what do you know about a show called legends of the hidden temple that was on nickelodeon right hell yeah it was on nickelodeon did you watch it (laughs) yeah how did you feel about kids game shows in general um it was on a specific basis depending on the show like okay. i thought they were like i liked some of them like obviously i watched like D- double dare did you like double dare or family double dare i always felt family double dare was cheesy so i'm like yo my family would just get wrecked at family double dare yeah i probably liked i don't know i didn't really know if i had a preference when i, I watched like regular i liked the carmen san diego show um carmen san diego was good but that was on pbs like when i watched like i remember watching legend of the hidden temple and when i watched is that show, the one where they go through the rooms yeah. Yes, that one I liked. And they have to get the idols, yes. but then people jump out of them when they're trying to solve the puzzles. But like I always felt when I watched these these shows, like I always strange because we watched another documentary recently, um, a couple different times, and we watched actually two different ones because they came out about American Gladiators, and I always felt like as a kid when I was like thirteen or fourteen, like yo, I want to be on American Gladiators. Like I feel like I want to be on like American Gladiators. Like it's cool. Like I'm into like, you know. You know, like wrestling and stuff like like hey, I want to do like something physical and then I watch like you know guts like global guts or like legends of the hidden temple I'm like yo these kids are just soft as shit so like if you're someone that's out there <sighs> listening to it and you're on legends of the hidden temple like explain the experience because it seems really you seem soft everybody that's on that show seems soft they seem dumb they seem like they have no idea what they're doing oh God, and they're, they're under so unathletic. much pressure but I'm just saying it's just that's how I feel like I watch these shows like I, that's what I always think about when I watch it now I'm like man these kids are just clowny Oh, wow. That's it. I watch it. I, even when I watch it then, I'm like, how judgy like, of I you. like it, but they were just clowny. Like, come on, Omak and fucking Hidden Temple talking about finding all these different idols and different things. It's just trash. Judgmental John over here. That's how I felt. You know, I got to tell you how <laughs> I feel. That's what I want to do here. It's rehashing uh, my youth. I'm 10 years old and I'm like, yo, these kids are soft. Like, I would no, do so I, much I like better. the show. I thought it was fun watching them, like, search for things. Like, Family Double Dare. I'm like, I would do so much better. I'm just, or not Family Double Dare, because I'm like, my family. We would not do well in Double Dare, but I would do good. Oh, I would pay to see that, actually. Uh, I, right? Think about it. I'm like, no, nah, we wouldn't <sighs> do that. I really love Legend of the Hidden Temple. I really, I just wanted to be, you know, Blue Barracuda, wanted that shirt. But I wanted to, like, be like, yo, I won the Hidden Temple. 
Um, but then you just watch it and you're just like, man, this <laughs> just seemed the competition was weak. That's all I'll say about the Hidden Temple. Did you ever watch The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog? No. I remember seeing that. Is that a cartoon? I would yeah, say. that was a cartoon. I no. remember seeing that. It was fun. It was like, remember the Mario Brothers cartoon? No. I remember it existed. I never watched it. I'm bad to talk about cartoons with. Name like the top, for real now, like I'm putting you on the spot, but name like the top five cartoons you watched from your youth. Like for real. Because I watched a lot of cartoons, but a lot of it was like casually. Like I didn't watch, like, for example, The Adventures of Mario, I remember it was just like beyond TV, let's say on like Saturday morning. So you'd, you'd catch it if you were like home, but it wasn't like something that I definitely watched. But then like I forewent watching like, you know. Saved by the Bell at the time, right? So then I ended up watching that later. Like, I didn't really like live-action stuff, so I watched more cartoons as a kid. Like, I watched Thundercats. I watched, like... I remember watching Adventures of Sonic. I remember I also watched, like, um... What the hell did I watch? That was, that was funny. Weird. Like I said, like, after school, I watched, like, Darkwing Dog shit like that. But then, like, you know, I would just watch it until Saved by the Bell came on. But, um... What'd you watch? What, what, what was your jam? Cartoon-wise? Yeah. Okay, at this point, I'm pretty much not watching cartoons. Fair. Um, it was more like Care Bears. You when were... I, yeah, when I was younger, I watched... I liked Care Bears. I liked Strawberry Shortcake. I liked Winnie the Pooh. Although I actually think I liked the live action better. Because I always liked live action better than cartoons. But my two favorite were the Ninja Turtles, and my absolute favorite was Ghostbuster. Yeah, I Ghostbusters. That. Um, I love the Ghostbusters cartoon. But by this point, I was watching Saved by the Bell on Saturday mornings. Like, I wasn't really big into cartoons. I didn't really watch Looney Tunes. I, just, I was like literally. The, I remember everyone would talk about it, and I was just kind of felt Tiny like Tiny Tunes or Looney Tunes. Yeah, either. Tiny Tunes. Everyone will talk about Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of didn't watch so it. I, mean, like, so I wasn't I was like, a huge mm. Looney Tunes guy because that was like earlier. I was yeah, like I, think Tunes. I meant Tiny Tunes. Because Tiny Tunes was fun because it was like yeah. new. Yeah. I was like the newer, you know, like the newer versions of things. Like I was like, oh, this is like new, even though, you know, I mean, it was new for us back then. Oh, I liked Rugrats. I did watch That's Rugrats. Her? I don't know if it was out yet, but I did watch that. I don't know if it was out because Rockwell's Modern Life was out. That premiered in September. So I, mm-hmm. I bet you Rugrats might have been out maybe a year. If not, it's definitely next year, because it's all around the same time. Because they, they had like a like a programming block too that was like a soup. It would be like Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Doug. Remember that Doug? Yep, Patty Mayonnaise. Doug. Yep. I got I get confused with Rocco's Modern Life. And I think they put Ren and Stimpy on there too at some point. Like that squeaked in because it was on MTV and then it went on to Nickelodeon. Because remember MTV's animation mm. corner was like Ren and Stimpy, Eon Flux. Yeah, that was weird. And they did, like, heavy metal or something. They did something else, too. They had, like, a couple really... Yeah, they really skewed pretty hard with their cartoons. But mm-hmm. I was never a big Ren. We've talked about it, I think, multiple times on this podcast. I was never like, a big Ren. Yeah, band. I wasn't, wasn't... That one I, I didn't hit with. I wasn't either. I liked, when I was a little older, like, Daria, Beavis and Butthead, um, King of the Hill, Daria, Daria was on that South too. Park... Like, right. I, when I was a teenager, I watched those, like, teenager-y cartoons. But those but... were all that, those are that natural progression. Like, this is where they get you in, where they start you, and then they keep you going along mm-hmm. the string. You know, if you liked Ren and Stimpy, you definitely probably moved on to South Park. You definitely then probably moved on to, like, maybe King of the Hill, which was on which was on Fox 5. That was on regular TV. That was on, like, Sundays at, like, a regular time, right? 
I remember I that being on so. like eight thirty or something. It's like a, it was it'd be on after the Simpsons because they did yes, the whole Simpsons yes, like animation yes. thing. So you get those. Things. I watched the Simpsons. I love. And the then Simpsons. they did like Family Dad, Family Guy, Family Dad. Oh, it was Family Guy. No, I know Family Guy, but there's Family Dad or Super Dad, American Dad. Wasn't there one that he a was cartoon? From? Yeah, like American Dad. I think it's still like a cartoon. American and, Dad and Family Guy. No, I know they did Family Guy. No, no, I'm saying it's Family Guy. And American, I think it's American Dad. American Dad, but it's right. the same thing as Family Guy. It's like the same animation, exactly. Because yeah. it's people from that. Because I remember Seth MacFarlane. I remember they did Family Guy. Uh huh. And let's and say then that it, it went away. Out, it went away back. because like people didn't like it, but then the internet helped like bring it back. Mm-hmm. So I remember in college, people were really into it when it first started in college. They're like y'all, like I just never got into it. Yeah. Um, but people were really into it, and it was like, oh, this got canceled and it got brought back because it was that that was that early two thousands. Because yeah. that got canceled, brought back, and then I mean, obviously, I think it's still on now. I don't know. New ones? I think so. Hmm. I don't know. I Yeah, I remember that happening. And I wasn't really a big Family Guy person. But then I'd watch them sometimes and be like, okay, no, like, I can get the humor in it. Like, but... 22 seasons. I like The Simpsons way better. 22 seasons. Oh, that's crazy. I mean... Is it still on? 409 episodes. Uh, yeah, still on. Huh. Yep. The Cleveland Show and American Dad were the spinoffs from it. Oh, I remember the Cleveland Show, too, yeah. This is all like the neighbors, but yeah, can you imagine that? 400-something episodes, wow. <sighs> animation situation. Animations, animation domination, they used to call it on Sundays. Animation domination. The King of the Hill, Family Guy, Simpsons. But I think Simpsons is still around, too. They're, yeah. They're still churning out episodes. That's crazy. That is crazy. I used to love The Simpsons. I enjoyed The Simpsons. I enjoyed The Simpsons at this time. It was one of the cartoons I liked. And then I just yeah. kind of aged out. But Yeah, but I wasn't really, um, at this point, not into morning cartoons. Yeah, and that's what some of these are. When, I, when, when we look at them. Like I said, The Adventures of Sonic, that I ended up watching in the morning. Because it would be mm-hmm. weird. What would happen is, I remember they'd have the shows on, let's say, like... I just... It's such a lost art because not everybody has cable anymore or just a lost thing. But I remember they'd have them at like six in the morning. So like Thundercats would be on like six in the morning. So I would watch Thundercats six in the morning while getting ready to go to school. Like I wake up in the morning, getting ready to go to school, waiting to use the bathroom. Because we always growing up I always had one bathroom and like four or five people that needed it. Oh, man. So I'd just be sitting there like watching Thundercats. Or I remember watching Adventures of Sonic or whatever it was because they, they would just bury it. Like, you know, here's Channel 11 at... 6 a.m. is fucking cartoons. Like, now it's like the news starts at 5.30 on most channels, and that's it. There's no... Well, because there's, like, like a, a cartoon network. There's... Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Nickelodeon. Oh. There's so many streaming mm-hmm. cartoon things. So I don't think the the need is there like it was back then, you know? And we, and we also talked about it when we were kids, too. Like, I remember Channel 11, uh, for those that are local, WPIX, that would have at 11 at night... It was Cheers, but that was a little later, but it was Cheers, Wings, mm-hmm. and then on Sundays so it would have Star Trek, mm-hmm. and then it would have Star Trek, like, you know you're in trouble when it was Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, because, yeah. like, yo, the late night, that's, oh, like, man, midnight I'm on a Sunday, late. you're yeah. like, oh, I gotta go to sleep, but that was always the thing, like, I'm not, they might, I mean, they probably still do those syndicated shows, they're just not the same shows, like, I remember when it switched, we were, like, in the mid-2010s, it switched, and it was like, here's all the Friends shows. So at one point it was like Seinfeld all the time. And then it was like, well, now there's Friends. 
And then I went to, like, King of the Hill, uh, uh, King of Queens, and, like, Raymond. Mm-hmm. And now I think it then went to, like, Modern Family on, like, USA and some of these other networks where you're like, oh, okay. I mean, like, this is it, right? I got to go somewhere special to find it. I remember Roseanne used to be big, too, on those back. So oh, yeah, I love Roseanne. like, all night. Yeah. I love sitcoms. I know you do. Well, back then. And the ones now, I feel like, kind of suck. but It's tough. I yeah, think it's tough. I can't even tell you that I've really watched any. I mean, besides the, like reboots. I think it's tough because I think now the idea of the situational comedy <sighs> difficult to kind of wrap your brain around. You're gonna make a show, and the goal is gonna be to let's say get four or five seasons under your belt. You're gonna make twenty four episodes, have these commercial breaks, make these actors sign on for these long yeah. filming schedules, and then you're gonna end up in a situation that. You know, at best, you might be pigeonholed for 10 years in your career and make a bunch, a good amount of money. Um, at worst, it's going to last like a season or two and just get canceled real quick. I mean, I think it's tough because I just don't know that the level of people are still watching this stuff like we were. Like, this is September. There is legitimately 45 darts thrown against the wall here that mm-hmm. you could see of just shows, new shows coming. Right? It just doesn't happen. Right? Game of Thrones, the the new Game of Thrones is coming out. It wouldn't be like the new one's coming in September. Loaded up is like, oh, it's coming in June. The show is coming in general in, in June. These different things, like, they just don't use the traditional schedule at all for the biggest and best shows. I mean, I'm watching, we're watching as we record this. I just watched, you know, episode 7 of uh, the Ahsoka series, which is a big series on Disney+. Plus. Which, again, a show being a big series is just relative to the audience. But it's a big series. It premieres in August. Like, you would never do that. But everybody consumes everything differently, right? Everybody's not dialed in to be like, this is the new CBS, uh, you know, CBS Saturday morning block. We have Cadillacs and Dinosaurs and the all-new Dennis the Menace and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ventures of Sonic. I mean, that is what it is. But anything else you want to add about some of these new shows that are here? Did you watch the Animaniacs? Mm-mm. I mean, again, the Animaniacs was a another one of the Warner Brothers staple shows where it was like coming out of the Warner Brothers um, like studio of things, right? So similar animation to like um, Tiny Toons, and you know, just slapstick pop culture type things. With right. These the they're Animaniacs, they're animals that are maniacs. I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of Animaniac. You were or weren't? Was not. Oh. But, I mean, it existed. So that's why we talked about it. What do you know about a little show called Frasier? I did watch Frasier. Did, what was your favorite part? I feel like I already know. The dog? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Everybody loves a little dog. How do you know that? Little Jack Russell. <clears throat> Eddie, right? Eddie. Yeah. I was going to say, I know Frasier premiered, and that was a huge deal. I was not really a huge Frasier fan. I don't think I was at the time. I mean, I was, what, like 11? I don't think at 11 it was really my favorite show, but I think I started watching it in syndication maybe like a year or two later and then got into it. I think. I think. It wasn't like I had to religiously watch it, but I enjoyed it. probably didn't watch it until like 95 or 96. Because most of those things, that's how that works. Because I think the idea of it being, like, I think syndication is like 100 episodes or 50 episodes or something. A certain amount of episodes where then it's on like the cable channels and it's played more. Like, I remember Frasier, I remember them being like Frasier's the thing, 
But I don't remember it, like, taking off until, like, three or four years, which is the same with most of these shows, like, because Seinfeld's going to come out in the 90s as his friends, and I think all of them are kind of the same. Right. I think at least with Seinfeld, it really doesn't hit its footing until the end of, like, the first season. Then the second season, people talk about it more. That's not and out it just yet. just keeps going. I don't think... I'm Googling. I'm Googling. No, I, no, it probably is. I'm like, I feel like that... 89. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, I was going to be like, it didn't say that it <clears throat> returned. So that's why I was like, oh, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, no, it had to be out. I think the one that probably hasn't been yet is Friends. I think I would imagine that's no, probably Friends, 95. I think is, yeah, I think it's 94 or 95. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely not out yet. Because we, we're going to do 94. Big... September of 94. Yeah, it's going to be like mm, that. That's going to definitely be... didn't come out. Because I remember then that, that ended up being like a TV block of like Friends, mm-hmm. Frasier, Seinfeld. Then they would always rotate in like one more. I feel like Friends was at eight, and Frasier was like eight thirty, and then Seinfeld. Or they did. I think they did like Will and Grace or one of those. They tried different things. I I could be mixing up the networks, but I know that that would just be like a that was like a thing on Thursday nights. Like from eight to ten was just like comedy on NBC in the mid nineties. That's just what they had. They that they had that block, and it was just when you think about it, you're like, wow, that's some of the best sitcoms. You know, that were out there. They were very popular that people were watching at that time. And maybe of all time. All in one little block, like, all together. So, anything else you want to add just about these these shows? I mean, we we had a plan. And then we got punched in the face. We were like, we can't... I wanted to really talk about the new class. I want to watch some episodes. Uh, get yeah. some ideas. Well, we'll put that on the back burner for when we someday do our See About the Bell episode. We'll have to... Sneak some of that in. I mean, we're talking a four-hour episode here. Might be multiple parts. I think it's actually just a series. I think it's an entire podcast feed. Where uh. We just rewatch each episode and just digest how many and discuss how many laws are broken. There's already podcasts that do that. I know. So what? <laughs> we could just we could just do what we want, right? We, we that's can do true. Why not more? Why I mean, not? if I really go on a deep dive, like if something. If I get hyper fixated on something, I'll listen to anything about it. Like one is one podcast would never be enough. I know, that's what I'm saying. People could people can want to hear our take. I mean, we are too. Maybe Saved by the Bell aficionados. Yeah, we sell top of our head. Saved by the Bell, Animaniacs, Adventures of Sonic, Legends of the Hidden Temple, kids shows that premiered. Boy Meets World. <sighs> be careful. The actual only show we watched well for this? you watched I mean, it out of no. context you didn't watch the pilot let's be clear i remember the pilot though and i remember being i like, remember the pilot too true story true confession how do you feel about boy meets world um i guess i'm embarrassed to admit that i love it there are lots of people i guarantee that love it love it true story and actually, I'm going to start listening to Pod Meets World, which is a rewatch podcast featuring Topanga, Sean. I, I dislike Boy Meets World <laughs> at a very high level. It's really? high level. I don't dislike the acting. Like, I don't dislike the people that made it, right? I is just dislike the show. because every single episode is an, ex- an emotional explosion with something very serious and dramatic happening? It's that the thing about Say by the Bell that made it good is that it was dumb, but it was like you're dumb. And I mm-hmm. feel like Boy Meets World is like, yo, Corey Matthews lives an extremely idyllic life, but everyone around him doesn't. 
and like things work out for him in a way that don't happen in real life and then like sean should really just be like a lunatic because like he has just lit led the shittiest life but he's just like still kind of cool and only has a couple little outbursts and uh and issues like it's just so bad i, I just think it's bad i don't like it. i understand what it's about it's about this boy sean is the world. resilient okay and he's able to overcome the <laughs> sean challenges. like his namesake sean michaels is extremely <clears throat> resilient He's able to overcome everything thrown at him. But, I mean, it's it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, you know, the school teacher that's riding the motorcycle that then turns around and, uh, you know, like half adopts Sean. But then we got to ride him off the show so we have him get into a terrible motorcycle accident. I mean, it's just a lot. Jen, it's a lot. You know it's a lot. But you love sitcoms. So it's It okay. is so much. You you love these shows. You love Full House. You watch Fuller House. You watch Girl Meets World. Like you're 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 in this universe. And, did, and it's I okay. Did. I did watch Girl Meets World. It's okay. You like Gilmore Girls? You you're here. You're here for these I, kind of things. Yeah. These life lesson shows like that's okay. And I will tell you, I can watch probably every single Boy Meets World episode. If I watch with you, I can laugh at how dramatic it is. If I watch it alone, every single one, I'm going to be tear teary-eyed. I know. And emotional. And I'm going to tell you, if we turned on... And I'll laugh at myself about it, but it's true. If we turn on the X-Files and you're sitting there watching it, and you're watching it now from a lens of a person, and when we watch it, and you watch from the lens of a person, you're just going to look at it and go, the generation of men that they created to have this, like... Because <laughs> the Fox Mulder, like, Dana-Scully relationship, like, the relationship is the most passive, like silly relationship ever put on screen right there are two people that are always together but yet somehow there's this like simmering emotion that just never anything ever happens it's just so fucking silly when you rewatch it to be like yo these people definitely smash like you watch real shows and they're like here's the cops and you put the put a male and female cop together after like an hour they're smashing like it just is what it is it's just so funny how they were like we're gonna just simmer this along just simmer this romance as if these two people that have, like, they both go home alone. They have no fucking life. He's obsessed with the fact that aliens abducted his, his sister. And he's trying to fucking find her. And his entire family's involved in fucking Illuminati fucking government bullshit. And she's, like, you know, the person that's going to debunk him. But, like, there's just this sexual tem chemistry and tension that just exists in every episode that makes it so dorky. It just seems so, it's so dorky and overacted. It's just funny to me because you watch it and you just think like when I rewatch it, I, if I watch that with anyone else, I cringe. But then like when I watch it myself, I just enjoy it again. That's so how I feel about Boy Meets World. Yeah. And when we watch, I think we only watched like two episodes, maybe three last night. Um, I told myself, I said, self, you're going to rewatch this whole series. You're going to do it. And I am. When we watch the X-Files. And if I just put it on and, and let some more continue to go, like I said, the thing about it is that it just, it's like it wants to be this older show. Like it wants to be like a monster show that does like, um, what's that fucking show? Law and Order. It wants to be like Law and Order where it's a procedural, like, yo, we're going to go through this episode and like catch this monster with these two people. But instead of just, like, showing the cops, go get the guy, and then they have the fucking district attorney process be prosecute people, it's just these two that are trying to solve this whole thing. And you're like, they're always to get, like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way that they didn't hook up. It's so ridiculous when you watch it. You rewatch it. You're like, it's so ridiculous. 
It's just silly. That's what I got. It's just silly. She's like, man, they just care about their job so much. I just... They're, they're like two-dimensional characters. They just don't have that like third thing that they, they realize to do with They have sitcom. the smoking man. No, they, they didn't realize to make these characters like, even Corey is like, yo, I'm Are we talking about X-Files? Are we talking about Boy Meets World? I'm going to tell you right now. Because you really... In, I'm talking about X-Files. At it from I'm all... talking about X-Files and about what it's like to watch it now. Okay. And we'll talk about it more in October, next Cause month. Because we're going to talk about it next month. So let's go back to Boy Meets but World. But what I'm saying about Boy Meets World is at least with Corey, they're like, yo, Corey has a crush on Tabanga. She has a crush on him. They're people. They're sexual creatures. They want to be with each other. It's adorable. They're kids. It is. And then you go to X-Files and they're like, nah, we just wear business suits. They have... Do these wild... Corey and Topanga, you know? Corey's just a, the all-American the boy. He's very plain. Jen, in the X-Files... And then there's the Her fucking name is Topanga. They're consistently put in life or death situations and they just end but up we're by not going, con- all right, I'll see you next week. Because like, come on, man. Because they're professionals. Jen, don't call them professionals and then tell me that I gotta accept that Corey and Topanga are just two kids They're just two life. kids. They're just... They grew up next door to each other and they fall in love and they're together from high school... And then they get married and they have two children, <laughs> Riley and August, okay? And I think it's a beautiful love story. I think it's ridiculous. I always thought Topanga was just such a cool character. Such a oddball little character. You know, when she starts, she's like this nerdy, like, you know, quirky, like super smart kid. And then she kind of grows into this. Just, I, I just think the show's so good. And it's not that good. But I really, I really enjoyed it. Well, some, it just gives you the warm fuzzies. I mean, Feeny lives right next door. Like, what's going on? Listen, I'll, I'll just drop a comparison. If you know, you know. For those that, you know, it's like Harry Potter. It's just, it grew with you, right? It did. You were there. That is true. And it just grew with you. That is true. It kept tailoring the shows a little bit to say, we're going to keep this safe. We're not going to quite go party at five level on you. You know, we're, we're, we're not going to make this be too heavy. But it's going to be heavy enough. We're going to introduce some themes that you need to know as you... Progress through the ages, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You aged up with the character, and uh, the character's problems got to be similar to yours, but also uh, be available and easy to, to digest on a Friday night, right? Because if exactly. you're home on a Friday night, you can go with this boy to meet the world. And you do meet the world. You do. <laughs> there, there it is. No true words. We were watching that. it, and who was one of their classmates? Oh, it was Adam Scott. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what? Is that show. Adam Scott? Because I put on the one that like Mick Foley was in or Vader or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's funny. And freaking Adam Scott. I'm like, I think that he's actually a character probably in many episodes. He is. I think I think he's like one of the, I think mm-hmm. he's the leader of the bullies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I never put together that that was him. Well, I mean, yeah, because you didn't rewatch it after Adam Scott, you know, became Adam Scott. I, I, I mean, my introduction to really realizing who Adam Scott was, or is, or whatever, was Step Brothers, and then I watched Park and, Parks and Rec after I'd seen Step Brothers. Oh, my God. Because I saw him in Step Brothers, and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I saw that after. He's so... <sighs> He's so funny in Step Brothers. 100%. His character is the MVP. Yeah. Well, him, his, his whole well, family. His, his, him, wife, him, his him, wife. Him and his wife are both the MVPs. <laughs> they're wonderful. And they're also in Parks and Rec. Because she's in Parks and Rec too. Pretty sure, right? She's a campaign manager. Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, <sighs> a lot of TV, a lot of little overview. We watched Boy Meets World. 
Oh. What's that? I found an article. About what? Sorry, you continue on your little journey. And I was, was going to say, we watched Boy Meets World. We didn't watch the pilot, which I do remember the pilot, but we didn't watch it. It's going to be in our lives for the rest of the 90s. So we'll definitely be able to check back in. Animaniacs, pretty good show. Five seasons. It'll be here. Same on the Bell, the new class will also be here the entire 90s, but we can't find it. Just can't find it. I don't know why. Can't find it. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Blue Barracudas. Wonderful. The Blue Barracudas. Wonderful. Anything else you want to add, Jen, to the TV section of our podcast? What was that? Was there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, sorry. I was reading about Adam Scott having a horrifying experience on Boy Meets World. But... Jen will come back with that story and some more Boy Meets World uh, deep dive. I'll come back. We'll we'll watch the first episode of The X-Files. We'll talk about that for October. November, I think we need to... We need, we need to see some Sipwood's ass. We need to watch some NYPD Blue. Ugh. You know what I never huge. need to see? <laughs> wow. I mean, that show was huge. I remember that show was fucking huge. Yeah. Everybody was in NYPD Blue. NYPD Blue and ER were like the things that like all the adults were into. Yeah. Like ER, I mean, that, ER, yeah. that was on for 85 years. 100%. And they would just cycle through people with that, too. Just yeah. like MIPD Blue. Because yeah. MIPD Blue starts like David Caruso, and there's like one whole story, and then it's Caruso yeah. and Sipowitz, and then it ends up being like Jimmy Smith and Sipowitz, and then it's like other, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Just cops being cops in New York City, just doing what they want. Yeah, my dad loved that show. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I think he like even rewatched it recently. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good show. If you're into those kind of procedures. Yeah. It was never my thing, but I, it, it, I know it, um, it was the first to do a lot of like really like racy sex stuff, mm-hmm. but also like it violence like a and butt, like grittiness. Yeah. All I think they like use the word TV. asshole and stuff like that, which didn't yeah. really happen on network TV. So yeah. they did a lot of things like that. And they made lots of episodes. That's the thing. When they, when you do these network shows way back when, there's a lot of episodes. It's like the opposite of what British people do. British people were like, here's a series. Here's like six episodes. Here's ten episodes. We're just like, no, we're gonna we're just gonna crank out twenty-two new episodes of NYPD Blue. Mark that down. Every Tuesday, ten o'clock, it's on. Boom. I feel like ER was Thursdays when I remember this now. ER was like Thursdays at ten and NYPD Blue was like Tuesdays at ten. ER was channel four and NYPD Blue was channel seven. Jen. Yes. We've said some things. I don't like that you don't like Boy Meets World. Well, we'll I'll try to watch some more next month. I'll watch two episodes for every episode of X-Files we watch. Does that sound fair? <laughs> About the same amount of time. 40 minutes. Yeah, can we watch the episode of X-Files that um, Brian Cranston is on? Yes, I remember that one. I am. Um, it's a pretty cool one. Actually. I'm going to tell you, X-Files used to kind of freak me out. And I know it's probably really cheesy now, but that's just what I'm going to say. Is it used to freak me out? There's like five episodes that I remember are my favorite. There's one that's called Home, which is fucked up. And that is like the most fucked up episode they ever had. Really? Yeah. And it was banned in a lot of places and you couldn't rewatch it and stuff like that. You know what it was about? No. So they... Should we talk about it next? Well, I guess we're start... Doesn't doesn't matter. So they go... They're like called in to investigate because they find this like dead baby that's like really deformed. Oh. And they're like, oh, it's like... It's like terrible. 
So they're called in to like investigate it, and because they, they think that some like woman is like kidnapped or something or whatever, it's dead baby or whatever it was it was dead baby. Wow, how many times can one person say dead baby? <laughs> well, it opens with them, like you see, you hear this like creepy music, and there's like these deformed people like burying the baby, like kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type people. Oh. Long and the short of it is, they end up going to this um, town, and I think they're called the Peacock Family or something. And they're like a fan, like an inbred family of like hillbillies, and so they think that they have like a woman there that they're like, because like, however they found the DNA or whatever, like they think they have like a woman that's there that's like kidnapped that they're looking for, so they're going there with like the local sheriff to like go get the woman that they think is in the house, and the house is like no running water, it's like off the grid, like in the middle of nowhere, and like I don't know Georgia or something, and. They go there, and the house is all, like, booby-trapped, and, like, the, the people die, and, like, they're, like, fighting, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre people, because that's basically, like, what they tried to make them out to be. And they, like, find a woman, like, underneath, like, a, a bed, and they pull it out, and she's got, like, no legs, and she's, like, all, like, mangled. And it's the mom of the... The... The, the baby? It's the mom of the three boys. And it's just, like, an incest baby. Oh, God. Yeah, and she had been in, like, a car accident with the dad, and then, like, that's why she lost her legs or something, like, 30 years ago, and they, like, are just this weird incest family. It's a really fucking weird episode. Like, disturbing, because they look like Texas Chainsaw Massacre people. Yeah, it was, like, really, because they were deformed and, like, inbred and stuff. It was really fucking weird. Remember that one? I remember an episode they did that was, like, Cops, where they were looking for a chupacabra. That one's fun. I want to watch that one again. (laughs) Uh, The Brian Cranston episode, I remember. That was, I think, like, a body swap episode. If I recall correctly, or he's somebody that's like, um, like he's dying from something. Yeah, and he's like a dick or something. Yeah, whatever it is, like he works like a plant. I remember that episode that I want to rewatch. I remember there's a cool episode that takes place I think, in like Pennsylvania, first season, and uh, it's about like these like ancient insects in the woods that like turn you into like a cocoon and like eat you or something. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I remember that one. And I remember one that takes place on, like, a cargo ship. And that one was pretty cool. Like, they're, like, like a ship, I think, that, like, ages you or something. Uh. It was weird shit. And, but it would yeah, just be, I, like, I through ke- these, like... It creeps But me these out. things they, they would do would just be so much shit that would just be, like, yo, like, one of those things happening to someone in their lifetime would be, like, enough to drive them to, to drink and just quit their job. But these guys is every week. Yeah. And it's, like, every week <coughs> you have to convince Sully that, like... Scully, yeah. Oops. Every week you have to mm-hmm. convince Scully that like, oh no, weird, Mulder, weird stuff does happen. This isn't real. Like there's a scientific Like how much weird shit does this woman have to see to believe before she's going to be like, hey, you know what? I don't know everything. Weird shit does happen. But like, if you were just this rogue dude like Mulder too, like how do you, we'll talk about it next month because I love that show because I've, I've probably seen like every episode. Yeah, I feel like an outsider because everyone loves it so much and I just, uh, I didn't really like things that were that creepy. So. Well, like, like with a lot of things, it's one of those things that like, you know, like for example, Boy Meets World, like I've seen a bunch of episodes and there was a bunch that were replayed, but there's a lot of seasons. There's a lot of show out there. I didn't see a lot of game. I didn't see like, if you didn't really watch the X-Files consistently, there's a lot of things that you just missed. There's a lot of stuff and it's hard to go back and be like, I'm going to watch 210 episodes of this fucking show. That's 45 minutes long. You're like, huh? Especially... These procedural type shows that aren't really like connected, 
all the way. They're not really like fully connected. So it's really hard to like, they were never made for you to want to watch them all together in a row to tell a story, right? Like I use that again by the television that you're talking about now, even the sitcoms. The TV that they make now, it's a lot of it's connected. So you want to like, you could sit there and watch Stranger Things and watch 10 hours of Stranger Things a whole season because it's all flowing together. Like the X-Files isn't. It's like, yo, we solved the case of the fucking Pennsylvania insects. And then next week we start a whole new case with all new guest stars and all new people. And then the week after that's a new case. So you just really like, time can sometimes grind. When you're trying to be like, I don't understand what's happening in this this episode. I, I missed something. What is happening in this episode? I didn't pay attention. Who's that person? Why are they in this place? What are we doing? You know, it doesn't all connect. There's not a, there's not a through line. Yeah. At least Boy Meets World, you're watching a season and like, oh, this is the season where we have uh, that professor with the leather jacket, the, the teacher. Like, you know, like who people are, you know? Mm-hmm. It's 20 minute shows. Moving along. Corey joined the wrestling team. Like, we get it. Having said all that, next month. Spooky October. Spooky. We're going to talk about our favorite themed, if we had any, television <laughs> television show costumes that we wore as a kid. If we had any. Oh. And the X-Files. And you're going to give me some Boy Meets World facts. Sound good? I think we should also watch some Halloween episodes that came out in 1993 of shows. Like, there's it. always a good Roseanne. We gotta watch Roseanne Halloween. We'll watch Roseanne's 93 Halloween episode. I'll give you that. It's fair. See if there's a Boy Meets World. See what else. See what else there is. Because. I'm here for it. Those are fun. I'm here for it. Jen? Yeah. Ask me three questions. Oh, yeah. Okay, we gotta get that. <laughs> we gotta get our Trivial Pursuit going because we're running out of cards. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. Okay, here you go. Ask me three questions. Okay, what mega hit 1991 Sega video game? Sorry, What trade policy with Canada and Mexico, which was signed by President Clinton in 1993, went into effect in 1994? I have no idea. NAFTA. You never heard that? Yeah, I have, but... <clears throat> but... I wasn't gonna... Um, yeah. What British musician, noted for his colorful specs, was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II for his contributions to music and charity? Sir Elton John. What Detroit Piston was named NBA Finals MVP in 1990 when his team defeated the Portland Trailblazers in five games? Charles Barkley. Isaiah Thomas. Charles Barkley. I don't know. <laughs> I knew it wasn't Michael Jordan. That's all. Under what pen name did Daniel Handler write The Bad Beginning, the first book in his series, A Series of Unfortunate Events? Under what pen name? Lemony Snickets? Yep. Well, that's three. And you're going to get one. What Friday the 13th character won the first MTV Lifetime Achievement Award at the MTV Movie Awards in 1992? Okay, so here's the thing. Mm. I get these two characters confused. Right? Talk it out. Okay, so... 
One of them is wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And the other one is wearing a hockey mask. I mean... Who wears the hockey mask and who wears the mask? I, I hear you. They're the same in my brain. I can see that they're two different murderers. Uh... One of them went to space. Maybe the other one also went to space. Is it Mike Myers? No. Oh, shit, it's Jason? Jason, yeah. Jason in space. Remember we had to watch that movie? And you were like, this movie is terrible? Yeah, I didn't... I, I would I would assume that Jace, that these movies wouldn't be going to space. I thought the other ones would be going to well, space. Well, Jason went to space. Well, why would Mike... I don't think Mike Myers goes to space. I'm like thinking, I'm like, he doesn't go to space. No. No, Halloween is... No, Halloween is here on Earth. And actually... Oh, I thought you were asking me about Halloween. And that, everyone. <laughs> no, I did, so I was right. Mike what? Myers is Halloween. Friday the 13th. What oh. Friday the 13th character won the first MTV Lifetime Achievement Award? I went to the bye-bye place. I thought you were talking about Halloween, even though you said Friday the 13th. Guys, if you can look at Jen trying to rationalize and I'm talk so the way through, being like, I knew it was two people. So I knew Mike Myers was a guy on Hall- in Halloween. Right. With the house. Mm-hmm. So then how do we and not know that Jason Voorhees is Friday the 13th at the camp? Because when you said the question to me, what I heard was... What, Halloween character? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's what I heard. So I'm picturing Halloween. <coughs> okay. I'm picturing Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm picturing all the things. Um, and I'm like, it's not the guy from the camp. But I was wrong. You were. Having said that, I keep winning. We got to get a real trivia pursuit game going. We, we really do. We are Becky Left the Chat Productions. Follow us at BLC underscore Pod on the Xbox. <laughs> Follow us or send us an email Becky Left the Chat at gmail dot com. Follow us where on the Instagram BLC Mixtape. And we will be back next week to get into some movies that came out 30 years ago in the month of September. Jen? Yeah. It's been real. It's been kind of fun, except for I got messed up with that question. And I'm going to take you to go watch the Friday the 13th. Not happening. Bye. Bye.